I'm a cool guy. Uh, welcome to the free episode of Pendejo Time. Uh, Pendejo Man. You know... <laughs> uh, today is a day that will live in infamy. Um, Wednesday. It is Wednesday. We're not doing this. I'll tell you one thing we're not doing. We definitely planned ahead. And we're not having to do the premium and the free one. Back to back. No. It's like no. that uh, that song Drake did. It was, mm-hmm. you may remember Jumpman? it as a, as a disc record. Uh, 2-1, Meek Mill. He said, got the drink and we're going back to back. I don't remember. I, thought you, I think that's how it goes. Got drink and got the Drake. I'm, my name is Drake and I'm back to back. Back, back to back. <laughs> I like to imagine you're do. You, it's just like thirty years from now, and you're sitting next to some like you know, community college bartending her way through school type like twenty one year old, and you're like, you remember, you you remember Drake? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. He's got uh, my name's Drake, and I'm back to back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for the Miller Light. I uh, yeah. But I really should get going after study. Oh, you just got here. I know. I, I watched you drive. I saw you drive in. And I know how long you've been here. So you don't really have anywhere you need to be. Uh, so that's kind of, that excuse is out the window. What else you got? Uh, I uh, don't feel comfortable. No one really ever does. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of need you to come up with something good. Or me and you are going to be in the news. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pregnant. Oh, shit. Well, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you. Uh, <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. I, uh, I didn't, that's a good one, actually. That's usually the only one that ever works with a guy like me. So, uh, I do appreciate your honesty, ma'am. And, uh, yeah. I don't want to take a risk thinking maybe you're lying. Last name ever. First name Drake. <laughs> like a sprained ankle. My, my name is my name Drake. Is Drake. Do you ever watch? Hey, listen, listen, listen. I know you're gonna get up and leave, but clearly I'm the one with the Glock 40. So you're not. I need to you to talk to me <laughs> like I'm a regular guy. Like I, like I'm not a guy who's 442 pounds with a general corn chip type stench to him. <laughs> uh, you ever watch Degrassi? Yeah, I. Um, my my mom watched it a lot. When I was two, yeah, I bet you did. Listen, um, you don't really got much of a way, like, out of here. <laughs> uh, I bet you're used to getting away with that attitude, aren't you? That's funny. I bet you, you probably you, think you don't have to be afraid of me just because I can't move from the knees down. Listen, technically, according to the uh, Disability Association, gout makes me unable to walk. But I can promise you, and several ladies north of Dallas can attest, I can move pretty quickly in this rascal scooter. So, uh, you need to decide right now if this is going to be like, uh, you know, just something that you don't really kind of just toss off and tell jokes about, or if you and me are going to end up on uh, TMZ or whatever the hell they call it, World Star. They got World Star still? No, that's nah, fine. Whatever the fuck it is now. That man, I, I don't go to the hospital often. That's a, that's a lie. When I do, about half the time, it's because I got diabetes and I stepped on a guitar pedal and the whole dang thing got stuck in my foot and I didn't even know because I don't wash the bottoms of my feet when I shower because I'm not some. Oh, you think I'm the prince of Saudi Arabia over here? I got time <laughs> to wash my feet. In between Cartoon Network Adventure Time marathons, I'll Listen. tell you what. Tell you what, young lady, you keep talking to me like that. I won't even. You think you're getting your tab paid for? She's like, I don't. I'm not running a tab. I just, I just bought a, a gin and tonic, and I, I already paid for it. Just got off work. I work at the bar. I we I you have talked to me thirty times a week for the last seven months. I just got off shift. 
and I really need you, you think, to talk about this. You think you're getting out of Chili's without singing me a song? She's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what is that? You think you, you got to do your little dance around the, the Dodger Listen, room? listen, now, when I was when I was 21 in 2021, me and a f- good friend of mine, we were probably as famous as you can get. We had the biggest podcast. This side of the Mississippi. This side. And and let me tell you something. <laughs> and you right now, I know you don't know who you're talking to, but I, I think on some level you understand that I ain't no average motherfucker. All right. You know, did I coach Little League? Yeah. Do I have three DUIs? Absolutely. Two of them from here? 100%. But you are talking to... One of the hosts hey. of the 25th funniest podcast in Thailand, two years running. Hey, a DUI ain't nothing but a letter and some numbers, baby. It ain't even, it's... <laughs> Listen, I think I think we got off on the wrong foot here. I can't feel neither of mine, <laughs> but we did get off on the wrong one. So, if you, uh, if you just kind of want to, like, dial back the attitude... And I'll sort of dial back mine. We can start over because I've been watching you get out of your Pontiac Sunfire for about five years now. And so I feel like maybe you could take care of me and I could take care of you. You understand? Uh, I know a lot about pop culture. I've seen every, and I do mean every, John Wick franchise movie. 20 times, so I could teach you a thing or two. We have kids, they'll be cultured. Uh, I don't know if I can have any, but we can try. You, you know my uncle's got the last Sebring they ever made? <laughs> and you're talking to me like that? <laughs> you're treating me like I'm some... Like I'm any motherfucker that walks into this airport Applebee's. I ain't. I'm, leaving, uncle, I'm leaving a $5 tip on a, a $225 <laughs> tab. <laughs> I'm leaving a rolled up $5 bill... On a $194 tab. And you act like I'm just some fucking jack-off that comes in here because he's got to take the red out of Dallas. No, I'm not. I'm something special. And if you can't see that, then you're missing out. You know, I could have been in a biker gang if I'd wanted to. I had, I, I... I used to ride. I got, I got, I had a three-wheel bike. And everybody in the biker gangs, everybody in the Texas two-step um, against child abuse... Uh, weekend biker gang said they only took two seat two two wheelers, and I took that as is that it, I could be the leader because I had three wheels, and they didn't feel the same way. So I just you're not only are you talking to a former sergeant in arms of a one percent of biker gang, but you're also talking to one of the funniest podcasters that ever lived in the twenty twenties. Now my now my co-host Jake rest his soul he's been dead. 22 years, uh, but, you know, Cause he's he, here right now. Because he got out of his car too fast. He stood up too fast, and, and there was like a clot or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he was he was 26 years old. He was actually the first guy in Central Texas to die, not indirectly, but directly from pizza. Yeah. <laughs> they... <laughs> You want me to explain? No, I won't. Do that. I won't be doing that because I, I won't speak listen, ill listen, on his name. No, I won't speak ill on his name. Plus, plus, plus. Listen, you know, I start talking about him. You start asking, you know, and uh, and seeing as I got you at knife point, I really don't got much time to waste. So. Uh, we uh, should probably just cut to the chase here. I I got a trailer and I got about thirty two acres of completely barren land. And uh, well, you're gone, so I don't really yeah. understand. You see this? You see this forearm tattoo? It's a little cherub mm-hmm. and a girl's name. Yeah. Now I don't have a daughter, but this is what I'd name her if I had one and died, and she died. So yeah. you better feel bad about this. Um, yeah. My hypothetical daughter. McCaitlin, Gloucester, uh, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Williams Wyatt. 
Michaela Gloucester Hunter Williams Jim Beam White <laughs> because my wife's Mexican you know how they got you know how they be having like 9 to 25 names yeah uh, and, I just uh, threw and, in all the, all the other last names of her, her old boyfriends because I'm not sure mm, yeah <laughs> and sometimes and a lot of times I just pick up shit you look around the trailer you see it lamp floor shoe Gloucester Winchester Red Robin uh, you know, Red Bull, Bang, yeah. Rain Energy Drink. You know why I named one of my sons Smith and the other in Wesson? Because well, I can't have a handgun license anymore because I took mine out at Six Flags. But if I did, that's what I'd use to protect my family that I love so much. It, so it's tragedy. So my son Smith and my other son and Wesson, they killed themselves with a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> With a Taurus nine millimeter, and then you know somebody the the funeral parlor man. Now he said, "Ain't that something ironic that your only son Smith and and Wesson died from an Academy nine millimeter?" And I said, "Well, my daughter, McKaylin Gloucester Jim Beam Winchester White is still alive." And and he said, "No, well you she's being wheeled in now from an overdose of." Uh, cotton candy, uh, <laughs> and they said she uh, she had too much at the Texas State Fair. Yeah, basically, like I said you really don't got much of a choice. I do need a I do need an heir. I have about three dollars in an IRA Roth account, and I've got about one hundred and forty eight thousand dollars tied up in uh, moonshine uh, still uh, materials. Now I never made none. Or never sold any, really. Yeah. I drank it all. That's kind of how I went blind. But uh, I feel like I can get a pretty penny for you on that deep web. Or you could be my wife. Them are your options. Yeah, I've been looking at the deep web, you know, on Facebook and stuff. They got some crazy (laughs) stuff on there, man. Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) They got some deep web deals on there, man. I've seen it. I got on deep web the other day. And my I got I got a nephew. I, I, my nephew uh, Jack Daniels, uh, Dodge Ram Cummins Dooley Rhodes. He uh, showed me how to get on what's called deep web. You yeah. got to have something called a, uh, a a bitty little bitty coin or something, some type of small coin that you need to buy. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I I've been getting on there. I've been buying all sorts of stuff. I bought me a Hungarian AK. I bought me a uh, Malaysian uh, child. Uh, now, I, I probably shouldn't be buying stuff like this. Wife would get yeah. real mad. But uh, <laughs> oh, my wife's <laughs> going to hate me for this. <laughs> She's <laughs> My wife, she'd be getting on me for buying. I mean, you know, first it was the Sawzall. Second, it was, you know, man, uh, that, I, that, that, that AR-10. And the third, it was, <laughs> it was the Czechoslovakian. Man, I had the old ball and chain looking on my flash drafts again. You know, she's going to be mad about this. <laughs> she's going to be. I mean, look, you know, when you say till death do us part. I mean, you know, hey, hey, hey you, you look kind of like me. You know, wife can forget just about anything. Hey, hey, now once you my... start trading and selling children, that's hey, something now that you get a little mad about that. Now it's my fault she doesn't know how to commit. Yeah. Now, you know, I mean, because the good book says, good book says forever. And, and so I start peddling in, you know, things like. Uh, like human skin, and, uh, <laughs> making lamps out of making you know, lamps. People. You know, she tells me she said she says that uh, that she can't have stuff like that because because you know she could handle the guns and uh, she could handle the you know Chuck Norris full cardboard cutout life size body pillow that I bought, but apparently apparently she can't handle a little yeah. children's skin. You know, yeah. Oh, so. You know, we don't get to go on vacation this year. I told her. And she gets mad. It's like, well, I got 20 kidneys on the way in the mail getting right. sent to a friend's house. You know how much that's worth on the market? You think, you think because you don't know how entrepreneurship works? Yeah. That, What's your major? Communications? Yeah. Yeah. You ain't a business. You didn't get a business minor from Lone Star College like I did. All right. You, you think, didn't get. You think they let stupid people into Sam. Uh, into, into Sam Houston's uh, Midland Quarters mid, Education mid, Center, Midland Branch. <laughs> Listen, I all right. Look, 
uh, maybe we, again, I I don't mean to bloviate or to make you feel small. It's just, you know, I've had quite a few years on this earth. I look good for my age, all right? I might be 492 pounds, and I might be bald, but I'm 33 years old. And uh, so I got a little bit, I got a little bit of time on you. So you understand markets are volatile, right? Stocks volatile. It's all fugazi. It ain't real. Cryptos and bitcoins. Just as volatile. You know what has been the same cost for the last, I don't know, five, six hundred years? A human lung. A human lung has cost roughly about four grand on the market. And you're going to mock me and say yeah. I'm a bad oh, person. Oh, now I'm the stupid guy. Now I... Because I got to... You, you ain't ever watched Wolf of Wall Street. You would... Uh, see... See you. I can tell you've been you've been watching a lot of that Six in the City and things like that. I bet you never watched the most important money making documentary since Wall Street and uh, since Wall Street Two. Money never sleeps. Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, that's how I learned. That's how I made eleven dollars off of day trading and yeah. the, uh, the the GameStop boom of February twenty twenty one. I'm I'm tired of you telling me the forex is the same thing as Mary Kay. It's not the same thing at all. Mary Kay did not get us rich. It got us a cool sticker for the Yukon. This forex, this is gonna, this is what's gonna put our kids through college. I don't, I know we this, don't have kids, but I know you don't even want to. You don't even like me. <laughs> but you listen. Well, what do you? What you sell, Mary Kay? No, I know you do. What'd you get when you sold Mary Kay? Did you get a beach bungalow timeshare? Would you get a pink Cadillac? I sold. Human lungs on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and I got five to ten, and that's the type of education that you don't get from where'd you go Harvard? That's nice. I bet you that's real nice. You went to Harvard Business School. Oh, you think you met a bunch of intellectuals down in San Marcos? You think <laughs> you think you went to the biggest state school in the state of Texas and you learned a thing or two? I went to jail for twenty five years. <laughs> I was trying to sell. I was trying to sell a child's kidney on Facebook yeah. Marketplace. They told me I can't be doing nothing like that. At first, they just gave me a three-day ban. Then after that, it was... <laughs> they got, realized what I was got, up to. Got a lot worse quick. <laughs> yeah. Some of them guys on there, some of them guys real observant. Hey, props to them, because, I, I mean, you know, hell, if they wouldn't have told me no, I, I, I kept doing it. It's it's a lot, like post, tricky. a lot like posting memes. Yeah. Posting memes, you know, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, Travis, he used to post those, the funniest memes I've ever seen in my life. Funniest me. I swear to God, some of the funniest me I ever seen my whole life. <laughs> there's a, there's one of them. They got a they got a squirrel on there, and they had him riding on the back of jet. Whore, where you fuck you going? I'm sitting here. I told you I'm the one with the fucking forty. You can't be going nowhere when I'm talking about my memes and my child trafficking Facebook Marketplace story. I told you about nine or eight, ten times. I've been coming here twenty two years. If I'm in the middle of the Mark, play. If you give me, if they you wait until just, my blood pressure puts me to sleep, you can get off scot free. But if you try to leave in the middle of it, I'm pumped ten holes in. We talk about this. Dude, sometimes We've it feels through. like you hate having somewhere to sleep. You ever think that? Sometimes, sometimes it feels like you hate having one of the best friends you ever made in your whole goddamn life. And uh, and sometimes I don't feel appreciated. So uh, I'm gonna pump two in your kneecaps just for mouthing off to me. The bar's been empty. Yeah. <laughs> Bar's been empty for like seven. Hours. It's a sun. It's Christmas Sunday. They haven't had a soul in there for like. You, I'm sure you can relate, but once you do that accent for, I'm like, by the way, I'm looking at the clock. Twenty minutes. It's hard to get out of it. Yeah, no. It's good. It's sometimes it's, it's like because you have your different voices for different yeah. settings. Yeah. Like uh, whenever I'm at work, like I always slip into more of like a. Sort of like, uh, I guess, more country, but that's just because I'm talking louder, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anytime I, I talk to, louder, yeah. I get more, like, more of an accent. And then I'll come home, and, like, the first thing I say to, like, my family or whatever is, like, like sort of, like, louder than I normally talk. And, yeah. like, way more country. And then I'll ease into my, you know, into talking like a black guy throughout the rest of the night, you know? <laughs> like a Louisiana yeah, stage, yeah. like Chester. Yeah, so I normally talk. Yeah. I, uh, I would be working... I notice this about myself. I'd be in a lunchroom and I'd be like, God damn taco man out here. He ain't worth the fuck. And I'm like, I would in my head, I'd be like, dude, I do not talk like that. Like, Boy, I do I, not. I tell you what, man. I just, mm, like, I'll be at work 
and it'll, uh, especially at my old job where it was like a whole bunch of old construction guys mostly, or just, I'd be like, you know, man, I'll tell you what, they, they um, ran over Sprank with skid steer, man. I, I told them, I told them to steer clear of that driveway, man. He had them heads popping up over there, and he, he just backed on up over with the trailer. I told him, I told me he'd get back up on there. And he went on there and I told him, I said, no, don't do that on me out there. I tell so <laughs> spit, hey, don't spit my back down. I told them, no, man, cause he's, He's just skip six, he just gone back over there, bring him back over The guy you're talking to, he's like, uh huh, oh yeah. No, I know, I've been telling him. I've been telling him, I probably told him up by something like, something like maybe like 14, 1500 times. I said, no, do not take that skid scare up on top of the goddamn race because you run it down there and they got, they done dug a trench, you stupid cocksucker. They done dug a trench. You can't take fuck skid scare over. And you're like, yeah, I know, I don't. It's not even that gibberish. we're, it's not even that we're talking fast. It's we're talking like, because I, I, I'm speeding up to emphasize, but I will literally say, like, and I mean, I blame both. <laughs> yeah. And he's looking at me, and he understands everything I'm saying. Every, every goddamn, it's And like, I'm, uh, beat the hell out of man. This is a skip out of there. The the I think I maybe I talked about this in the first episode, but one of the QA guys was from Louisiana, and he was like a he was like a like a good old boy. Like you meet guys from Louisiana, they're they just sound like they're from Texas, and then you got motherfuckers yeah. out there from like the Paris that are like, yeah, yeah. And he was a QA guy, and so he would come over and he just, he checked welds, but he was always mm-hmm. in the area I was in at when I was like working on welding machines or like trying to fix generators or whatever. And he would like, one day I was in the way of uh, this truck coming through, but it wasn't that I meant to, it's, it's just that a welding machine that weighed a ton of fucking weight, and I wasn't, I, they weigh like half a ton, I'm not going to tow it with my body, couldn't get a truck in there in time, but it's in the middle of this fucking, like, drive area. He's like, he just got it down, I said, what are you fucking, hand? And I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, I got it down, sit all. I got about 145 foot of uh, pot coming through this song. Did I spit out? And I done told you about something on stay on 2,000 times. Come up, it's now spit out all the little And you got a damn belly on taking your sweet ass time. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. And, I, and by the way, this is a 22 year old white guy. It is not who, if you're listening to this and you're picturing it, is not who you're picturing. It is a 120 soaking wet 5'6 white guy. Uh, who, you know, a bunch of tribal tattoos on his hands and shit. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, and I'm like, man, I don't know what, you want me to move this 800 pound welding machine? I done told you once, I told you twice. As clear as a guy's day is greener and grass is green and Jesus coming. I told you, I said, if I got a truck coming and they got a shitload of popping them up, you going to move that machine or I'm going to have to come on and sit on bit all doodle dot style bit. You hear me? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, boss. I got you. <laughs> I and I did to, understand yeah. fundamentally what he meant was that I needed to move it or I would yeah. get canned. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I used to work with one guy who talked like that and was not from Louisiana or even East Texas. There was no logical <laughs> He was explan- from like Katie or something. Yeah. No. I was like, hey, man, you, you're like Cajun or something because like my granddad's Cajun. So like I, I kind of, you know, it's, it's like cool to... It's not that cool, but like I can usually meet somebody from the you know you can just, yeah because my fam my family's from like Beaumont yeah so like you know East Texas Louisiana I was, I was like he was like no man like people always ask me and stuff about like go down there and I, and I let them know you know I I told them and I ain't front now I know I just come from North Texas now and I'm like yeah I'm dude I'm like, I'm like yeah dude I don't know what your deal is. Yeah, because that's a that is a local dialect. You I'm like, dude, you sound you like Foghorn Leghorn. There's no Boomhauer. Like, yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. There, there would be a guy, uh, one of the welders who his machine always broke down. Uh, he, the first day I met him, the first day I fixed his machine, he was like, he could tell. I guess I was like not like I was new or whatever, and he was like. What'd you do before this? And I was like, oh, I worked at, uh, I worked at Facebook. He was like, yeah, motherfucker. 
we were just talking shit. He was like, you fucking greeners, days long or whatever. He's just talking shit. And uh, anyway, I fixed his machine up and he was like, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I learned to weld when I was in jail. I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Uh, you know, that's dope. And he's like, yeah, you get pretty good at welding when you do 30 years. And I was like, oh, because uh, he was in his 50s. So if he went, he looked about late 40s or 50s. So if he went to jail 30 years ago, he probably went in at like 18 or 19. I just was, I was just guessing, you know? Yeah. And I didn't even ask. I did not even ask because you don't, like, I was not, hey, man, what'd you do to get 30 years? He's like, uh, I was like, that's awesome, man. You know, you learn skills. You know, you make good money. I know welders make good money out here. He's like, fuck yeah. He's like, I already got me a kid on the way. And, uh, you know, pretty good life. You know, I thought I was going to do, I was supposed to do life. You know, you, you kill two men, Port of Houston. And I was like, dope. <laughs> and cool. And then, but he, it, that's not even the, the most, the, the point of the story is him and that fucking Cajun ass motherfucker hated each other because that guy, although he was technically a supervisor, you were supposed to just pretend to understand what he was saying or try to decipher. This guy would be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're saying to me, white boy. I don't know what you need to, you need to slow her down. And he'd be like, I done told you twice. I told you two, ten more times. You gotta, when I come around here, I make sure the welds are tight. And if your weld don't look tighter than an alligator crick, crick neck, bottleneck, crick cane sugar, I'll take your ass up by down there. You'd be out of here faster than you can say, what you doing with Dawson? And he'd be like, dude, I need you to, I'm going to stab the fuck out of him. He wouldn't even try. He, he was like, I, he's like, however tough you think you are, there are people, this is one of the only industries that hires not only felons, but violent ones. Because you do learn to weld when you're in jail. So, like, yeah. it, this is, you can take the hat, you can shove it up your fucking ass. Because uh, I've seen the light leave a man's eyes. And all you've done is, like, eat chicken's feet. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, drink mud water for yeah. your first ten years of life. No, I, uh, it's, uh, my first, uh, not my first real job, but my first, like, outdoors job, I guess, was yeah. at this lumber yard, and, uh, there was this one guy there, uh, who, I knew, he, he had openly, like, just gotten out of jail or whatever, but I didn't really think anything of it, you know? Sure. Because a lot of people go to jail. Yeah. I didn't really, <laughs> yeah. didn't really care, uh. But, um, he, he would always brag about, like, you know, his exploits or whatever. This was a white guy. <clears throat> but, uh, he'd talk about, like, being in a gang and stuff from time to time. And I got to thinking about it. And this was, like, a, a, a country boy, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe he'd been in the city, but this was a country, this was a, this was a. Uh, he was a good old. This boy was a redneck group. man. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, nowadays if, if if a white guy like that says he's in a gang, I know right off the bat that it was. But I was like six. I was seventeen. I was like, hmm. Yeah. And a couple weeks in, I asked him. I was like, Hey, man, were you like uh, Aryan Brotherhood by chance? And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm currently yeah. as we speak. Still, I was like, I, I, uh, I, I take Nextel cell phones yeah. into my butt cheeks yeah. and the TDC. And me, you know, like, I guess I was 18 because this was my senior year of high school. Yeah, I was probably like, uh, well, actually, I was probably like 190, but like very immature muscle, you know. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I had, I mostly sat around. Yeah, I realized in that moment that there was no, <laughs> there was nothing I could do. Thing. No, because this man was like he was probably five eight, but like one eighty, and like it like ripped farmers carry type like construction yeah. ripped. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like always vascular, probably cycled in prison. Sure, and but it didn't have like huge shoulders or anything. But I was like, I told him I was like, well. Uh, can't say I, uh, you know, agree too much with, you know, that whole thing. But 
More power to you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really. He was like, yeah, honestly, for me, like, I mostly just kind of hate everybody. And I was like, well, I'm not really going to, like, concede here and say, like, okay, yeah. well, now you're right for doing this. But I was like, I, well, you know, he's like, I'm not active in it anymore, really. But if I tried to quit, like, they would all come here and, like, kill me. Rape me to death. Yeah, me, man. You know? <laughs> but, I don't... <laughs> yeah. I've, I've thought... I've often thought, because I watch a lot of, like... And watch, like... I watch documentaries and shit about, like, life in jail or whatever, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Everyone you watch is kind of like... You have to get involved... If you go to, like, a real... Like, not county or whatever. It's, you gotta get involved with your race gang. It's just the way that it is. Even if you don't, like, want to stab a guy or, like, even if you don't want to seek hail. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'd be the defiant one. I don't need protection. Who's going to whoop my ass? But I keep watching these documentaries and there are guys much bigger and tougher than me who have done shit that I would never think of doing that are like, yeah, you just got to kind of join up with A, B or they'll, like, fuck you and stuff and, like, cut your fingers off gut you and shit and I'm like I'm, but I'm still because I've seen too many movies mm-hmm. like I've watched too many karate movies I'm like yeah no I wouldn't join in I would just spin kick the hard, toughest guy there and I you know the guards would love me for it they probably buy me you know they probably let me out early because I beat the toughest guy in jail yeah yeah because I'm so politically pure mm-hmm. and it's just it's fantasy it is brain rot Hollywood fantasy that the moment I walked in there, I wouldn't shave my head and be like, yeah, I'm down with it. What are we doing? We listening to fucking David Allen Coe and we fucking, uh, what are y'all, y'all Confederacy boys? I, I'm, I'm, I would put the accent, I would put the, the work accent on and be like, yep. Yeah, I don't really uh, particularly care for people who don't, you know, go to church and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, that don't like fuck their wise missionary. What y'all do for fun around here? Y'all be yelling at people? <laughs> y'all be, yep. uh, Making razor blade knives and shit like that. I would try and convert to Islam so I could join the other side. Dude, I don't think you, it would work. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I look racist now. Yeah, but not intentionally. I'm, I'm glad you said it first, but but like I, you know, I walk around just, you know, I wear work boots like to the store, you know, steel yeah. toes. Yeah. That's not one a good, time. Uh, you know, it's just not how it goes. Slightly related, a buddy of mine. Uh, we were living together. A roommate of mine. Uh, shout out to buddy Jay. We were living together, and and uh, he's really he going to appreciate that. Yeah, he's not even listening to this, but he. Uh, so anyway, he goes off one night to pick up his buddy from work. He hasn't come back. We find out he left hot. I tried to keep take his keys from him, but he was <clears throat> adamant and throwing blind swings. He was all super, super barred out. So I said, I'm going to leave these keys on the floor. I'm going to go outside. And I, I, there's nothing I can do anymore. Cause he was, he was just being a fucking owner. I was fucked up too. Anyway, he gets a DUI. Okay. And he goes to jail. We go and bail him out. We bring him back. And he comes back in Travis County jail slides. Now at the time I didn't own a pair of slides. I would have to put my boots on to go to places that I wanted to fucking go to. I didn't own a pair of slides. I owned one pair of, like, boots that I wore to work and boots that I wore to, like, dinner. Mm -hmm. It was just one pair of boots. Anyway, I put these on one day to go buy gas station wine and a pack of cigarettes. I didn't. I was not. They just were there. I was too lazy to put my fucking boots on. And I walk into the gas station, and this dude next to me, big big black guy he's buying you know self some beers and some 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 chips he's like you got the tcjs on and i was like the what i forgot i even had them on i just put them on i want to put my boots on he's like the travis county slippers travis county jail he's like those motherfuckers are comfortable now I need to. Re- they were made out of like recycled tire. They were incredibly painful to wear. <laughs> they were not. He was like probably out of. He was like, "What you think about them?" Because I've been to Harris County. I've been in jail in El Paso. I was in jail in Florida. They didn't even give you slippers. Travis County, them TCJs. It's like walking on air, ain't it? And I'm like, I have entered a situation 
incidentally, that I, I am ignorant. I can't even pretend. But I'm already in it, so I was like, yeah, man, you know, <laughs> uh, these are probably the most comfortable jail slippers I've ever worn. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. All right, man, you have a good one. <laughs> but I, I just normally, you know, in any other situation where someone tries to ask you about something you don't know about, you're like, man, man, I, I don't know, you know. But I, it was clear that he saw me, saw the slippers, recognized them because it has, like, the slippers do on the top of the slides have, like, the you're not supposed to take them from the jail. I think he just walked out with them when we went to bail him out, and no one gave a fuck. Or when his, his sister finally went and got and got him out after we went and visited him. But, um, <laughs> no, yeah, I was wondering why they let you like have he, them. I, I don't think he was supposed to have them, but I do think it's funny that whoever I ran into at the gas station six weeks later. He had a pair and he took them home <laughs> because he was like, yeah, you know, I still wear them. You know, that was yeah. a part of the whole thing. And it, I was like, dude, I need you to, it, okay, I don't know what would have happened if I would have said, yeah, these are my roommates. Uh, I've never been to Travis County Jail. I've only been to jail one time and that was outside Galveston when I was a teenager and they didn't keep me. I didn't get a pair of slippers. I wasn't even in there for that long. That was 11 years ago. No, I had to be like, yep, yeah, yeah, no, man, these are, <laughs> I use the comfiest pair of motherfuckers yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I robbed banks, not a big deal. <laughs> you, what you going for? We position, yeah, I murdered about 14 guys. Um, yeah, I, you may know me as the BTK uh, killer. You may know me as the Burger King uh, strangler. <laughs> you ever heard of the, uh, the Travis County uh, slaughterer? Well, you will someday. It's me. I've killed. I ain't over. killed nobody yet, really. I'm, I'm thinking I'm about, about it, to. But, yeah, I actually got these because I didn't pay tolls, and uh, they they tossed me in. They tossed me anyway, man. I got to get up on out of here before you decide yeah. that uh, you're going to kill me yeah. hard and painfully. I actually preach up at the county jail. They gave me these. <laughs> I, I deliver. I deliver sermons. I'm probably the nicest guy at Travis County. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> um, it's funny because when he finally got back home like two mm-hmm. days later uh, he was still out of it we were we all got super fucked up that night I don't know why he didn't just like pay for his friend to get an Uber I, I don't know man it's, it was six fucking years ago but anyway uh, I was like you know hey man he was like so what had happened was we all showed up to bail him out thinking it was mm-hmm. going to be like we were a bunch of stupid college kids. We probably had $150 between the four of us. And uh, when we got there, they were like, no, nah, this is a uh, pretty pretty well-documented, proven DUI charge. It's not even obstruction of traffic. Uh, it's going to be about 2500 bucks." And we were like, man, uh, do y'all do, like, payment plan? <laughs> do y'all do, like, because uh, we only thought, I mean, I had no idea at that point. I, like I said, I'd only gotten arrested, like, when I was in high school, and it was like, you know, I just got sent to jail for a few hours and then sent home, but uh, they were like, yeah, it's close to three grand to bail your friend out, and I was like, man, I don't even know what that means, really, like, in terms of money. Yeah. Uh, my rent's like $300, so can I, like, do a layaway program and get them out? <laughs> Like, and I, like, was that, put was some that, money. Was that for a bond? Or was that the full bail? No, I think it was his, I think it was, I don't, honestly, man, I don't remember. I think it was just his bail. I think, I think it was his, his full bail. Because it was his first offense. He didn't blow. But they had him on field sobriety, like, literally nodding off in the side of the car or some shit. Like, they had him dead to rights. And he got a, yeah. he didn't end up getting charged with the DWI. He got a pretty good lawyer that, like, got him knocked down to obstruction of traffic. I remember that part. But, um, like, it was still like way, way out of our price range. Yeah. You know, like it just was not, it wasn't happening. Yeah. That's what happened whenever I got, um, you know, whenever I did all that serial killing. Mm-hmm. When you did so much charity work that the police got mad at you for doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, uh, this is a total change of pace, but I was thinking about that. We'll roll with it. And we'll roll with it. 
uh, a buddy of mine who will go unnamed because I don't even think he wants the story told. Uh, he decided to have his birthday at my house <clears throat> in Austin about six or seven years ago. And uh, he... <laughs> uh, He's one of those guys, you know, doesn't show emotion, kind of a tough guy, or wants everyone to think he is, you know. And anyway, he gets drunk, real drunk, and he, like, pulls me aside to the side of the house. And you know, he's like, ah, man, we're, like, doing key bumps or whatever he's bullshit. And he's like, man, I got to tell you something serious right now, uh, something that's been weighing on my mind. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, man, uh, you know, I'm not used to this, but especially not from you, but let's hear it. He's like, you know. Remember that girl from our hometown that killed herself, shot herself in the stomach, and she died? I was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw it on Facebook. He's like, well, we used to fuck, and I burst out laughing. I thought he was, like, doing, I thought he was being crude, and he just stares at me, daggers in his eyes, and he's like, I don't understand what you think is so fucking funny right now, and I'm like, Look, man, I don't know where the story's going, but you cannot do that. That is not, <laughs> especially as drunk as I am right now. Anyway, he's like, all right, look, I'm just going to reset. We're going to reset. And I need you to be serious right now because you're a good friend of mine. And I, I have not told this to anybody how I'm feeling. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm going to reset. <laughs> I'm like biting the inside of my cheeks so they're raw. And he's like, so check this out, man. Uh, th- by the way, this happened like 2015. And he was like, you know, the girl killed herself like two years before that. This was something that I had seen on Facebook and had forgotten about because I wasn't even close to this person. Anyway, he was like, so we used to fuck, man. And I fucked her probably like 25 times. <laughs> and, uh, and dude, I'm again, I'm sitting there like you just now. I'm biting my lips so hard they're starting to bleed because this is not a serious story. And he goes, bro, so I'm fucking her. And then like. It gets real. It gets too real for me at the time. I was only a sophomore and I ghost her. Do you think she killed herself? Because we fucked. And I stopped talking to her. And I was like, what? By the way, we graduated the same year. There was like a two year gap between this girl's death and when this would have, this fucking would have occurred. It was the most like narcissist. Like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, dude. Let me get this straight. You think this girl, who you didn't really know, y'all weren't dating, you dicked her down a bunch of times and then ghosted her, and then two and a half years later, she shoots herself. That's because of you? He's like, yeah, man, you don't know what people go through. And again, I have to keep a straight face when he's saying things like this to me. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And I'm like trying not to cry. I'm trying not to cry (laughs) laughing. And he's like, listen, man. It's been hard on me because I keep thinking that if I would have been there for her, she wouldn't have fucking shot herself and died. And I'm like, all right, let's just think about this rationally. Did she text you at all in the two-year window between when y'all, when you ghosted her supposedly and she died? No. Were y'all dating? No. Did you like meet her mom? No. Okay, then you giving her what I'm assuming is, like, bad dick for, like, a month and a half. And then two years goes by, you don't hear a peep from her, and then she blows a hole through her chest with a block. I do not think you're a part of that. He's like, yeah, man, but you can't help but think, right? And I'm like, you can, because there is next to zero chance. That it had anything to do with me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but she really liked me. And I'm like, okay, man. Uh, so was she like upset when you bailed? And he was like, nah, she didn't even really like text me or nothing. I don't <laughs> talk to her anymore. And I was like, okay, so like, do you think that she was like only fucking you? And he was like, yeah, no, we were, we weren't dating or nothing, but we were like exclusive. And I was like, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> so like uh you know what are we talking about now you just answered your own question it's not but he was so it was one of those moments where it's like it's a rare moment where your buddy is talking to you about something in his mind that's so serious 
and you know in yours that it's not. It's just either like delusions of grandeur or like they're so fucked up that they're just on another wavelength that you are not on. But I had to at the end be like, you know what, man? Probably wasn't something to do with you, but I'm glad you told me. <laughs> I'm glad you got it off your yeah, chest, I'm, brother. I'm glad we had this talk, man. Because it's... Yeah, I'm, I, because, you know, it would have eaten away at you. You know, not the, the, the hunger of not knowing is worse than the hunger of knowledge. You know what it is, brother? <laughs> it, uh, and so, I'm glad that you spat into my ear yeah. canal for about 25 minutes outside my own house. <laughs> telling me the secret that you would never tell another person. I'm glad you ruined the next hour and a half for me. <laughs> yeah, by the, <laughs> by the way, uh, I didn't even think we were close enough to even talk to each other like this, but I guess we are now. So, by the way, uh, I kill people, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you're now a part of that. I should. That's something I should have fucking. I should have been just. <laughs> I should have turned it on him in hindsight. Yeah. You know. Chance to be funny. You give it up. Yeah. I I'm kinda getting to that point with like I guess deaths in general. Like that sounds really bitter. But like if someone famous dies, like it doesn't um it doesn't mean as much to me as it used to, I guess. Not the sure. same callous. But, like, I guess whenever I was, like, 16 or whatever, if, like, a rapper I liked died, it would, like, ruin my my whole week. Yeah. Like, and now I'm, like, dude, like, like, people I'm, you know, friends with or whatever, it's, like, and not to make fun of them, but it's, like, dude, did you hear, like, Lil Peep's cousin, like, died in a car wreck? And I'm, like, Ah, uh, I mean, I'm not happy about it, you know, but that just doesn't, Why would I, I mean, people die every day, you know, I just yeah. can't, I can't devote too much of my time to that, you know. The last celebrity death I cared about was Philip Seymour Hoffman, and, because that was just, I don't know, I really like his movies, I think he's like a but there are people in my life, like when Kobe died, I had friends of mine. I, I don't watch basketball. I really don't give a fuck. I've never given a fuck about really team sports in general, like watching them. And people are like, Kobe's dead. I don't even know what the fuck to do right now. And I'm like, I guess like walk around. I, I don't know. <laughs> like it's not. No, it was, it was weird for me when Kobe died, but like. Um, he died tragically. I mean, and his little kid died. Well, I'm sure it's tragic, but it's like. Yeah, well, I but I, I'll say it was like. It was definitely like a cultural thing when that happened. I'd say the less, uh, whenever, this might sound lame, but whenever Mac Miller died, that was actually like. That was a tough one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was was a tough one. Uh, Who else? Robin Williams, I'd say. I don't really, I don't. I I mean, I just. uh, I was upset when Prince died. I love Prince. Uh, Prince, I I never like. Um, I I just never really got too into him. Like I wasn't like, yes, Prince is dead, but it just well, it didn't hit me. <laughs> you didn't care, yeah. Like it, like yeah. It, it hits you or it doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm never like happy when most people die. When celebrities die, you're like, God, I hated them. <laughs> Finally, Larry King kicked the can. Yeah, yeah. fuck you. But he was like, he was like ninety. It didn't. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, no, I. I I, I think it, the Mac Miller thing, I was like a Mac Miller. I was a fan of Mac Miller the way like college white guys who smoke weed and do drugs are fans of Mac Miller. I was like, yeah, this type of hip hop is like jazzy thing. I like this, you know. And then he dies. And then uh, I'm not saying it was right, but there was like a. The girl I was dating at the time or talking to was a big fan of Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And she was like, everyone's blaming her. For his death, and they're saying that she should kill herself. And I was like, well, did she? What did you- <laughs> I did? And yeah. definitely was like wrong of me, I guess. This isn't even funny or interesting, but I was like, well, I mean, you know, she did break up with him, so it's her fault. <laughs> I, I didn't even believe that. Yeah, I yeah. don't think. I think I was just kind of like, well, you know, I mean, sometimes you get broken up. Hey, it happens. Of- yeah, you do a bunch of heroin and coke, you die, you know? 
sometimes guys die. Sometimes yeah. it's it's women's fault, you know. <laughs> I'll say, and I I don't mean this in a in a an edgy way or anything. Any time a you know a man commits suicide, it's ladies, it's it's all your fault. Yeah, yeah. I don't really uh, understand why women can't just just be run. there for us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's their duty to keep us from doing it. it. A woman's job is to be <laughs> is to keep me from killing stepping. myself. Yeah, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to grasp that. You got woke people that are like, it's not a woman's job to be a man's growing period. But that's just not like that's it. Think of the best men that have ever lived. Yeah, the strongest men. People say it's abusive to threaten to try to kill yourself over a woman, <laughs> but I think if you've already tried before. Then well, it's just round two. I, it's, it's not just, even. It's just being honest. So yeah, it's just. It's I have just saying. documented history of doing this, uh, and if yeah, I do it again, uh, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I'm Buck Wild. I'm, I, I have poor judgment. I have, I, I have impulse control problems, and if you try to fuck the guy who can do a gainer off the diving board into the pool, I will open my wrists up. Yeah, and walk it won't even be an issue. For it me. won't even be an issue for me because I won't be because I see, be. I took you to homecoming, okay, and you and you let me finger you at the Lorax movie and and so and if you think for a goddamn second that you're gonna go with the guy who is the JV quarterback in 8th grade and he's a real estate agent now I I will I will I will suck start a fucking 1911 who do you think you are you think I'm even gonna hesitate you you'll think, see you think I'm gonna the think most you? efficiently executed I don't pause for dramatic effect. I walk right off the balcony. I'll vault it like it's in in Assassin's Creed. What are you? You ever seen a leap of faith? I'll I'll fucking do a goddamn header off parking garage right on top of my own Honda Accord 2009. I'll I'll do a cannonball. I don't care how much it hurts when I get... Listen, listen. You think you're special? This is the this is the same guy from the beginning of the episode talking to the yeah. <laughs> the girl. You think you're special, and you think that I won't write a letter before I smash my head into a, the wheat thresher at work where I where I'm a ranch hand. You think I won't just jump into it and not say it's your fault? <laughs> you think I won't invoke your name? Oh, you're too good for me. I'm I'm five four. I'm yeah. four hundred and ninety eight pounds. I do wood cheaper maintenance all the time. I know how to adjust the, the little crank thing in there to where my yeah. torso fits in there, no problem. You, they got safety see see here's the thing about because I work for a guy, he likes to cut corners. And so the old the newer machines, they won't eat up nothing that's got bone density. In fact, they'll shut off kinda like when they hit something that's like, you know, they can somehow there's a laser in there till there's between a femur and a piece of pine. Yeah, we don't got nothing like that. So, if you think you're just going to leave me on red yeah. and not respond to my Elon Musk screenshot meme of a screenshot, I will feet first in this motherfucker and get eaten up. You, get eaten up. You like think Christmas I, ham? You think I don't deserve your attention at your wedding to another man? You listen. I know you're on here. Your, cele- I know your you're here at Applebee's. You're you're at your Applebee's honeymoon. And you're celebrating with your. You know, rig welder husband who probably makes 190k a year, and you know, and and you're having a good time. But I'm talking to you now as a as a human to another human. If you think I won't go home and stick my hand in the garbage disposal until I bleed the fuck out, you're you got another thing coming, fucking bitch. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean nothing like that. Basically, what I'm saying is that it will be your fault if I die. Hey, hey I'm just talking to you as a human being. I'm just trying to level being. with you. I will kill myself because wow. of you and let, let all your uncles know on Facebook Marketplace. I'll change the description of my dually mm-hmm. to uh, Lacey, this is all your fault. Lacey, yeah. On that 2500 HD, I've got like 68 dudes watching it. I, I haven't see. made a payment on it in nine months. It's going to yeah. get repoed, so I'm going to try to sell it yeah. for cash even though I don't got the title. I mean, who the fuck who the fuck's going to check for a title on something like that? It, it, it's a, yeah. Here's what you say. It's a farm truck. Yeah, it's a farm truck. You don't need mm-hmm. a dang title for a farm truck. Who the fuck? I mean, really? You think you can walk up in here and your pearl necklace and your two hundred and forty dollar dress you got off a of Pinterest link from some Chinese warehouse, 
and you can drink Vegas bombs all night and not pay attention to me. Yeah, you, th- you think you think I didn't have to steal license plates to get to here from Amarillo? <laughs> I know. Drive. It's a forty-five minute drive. It's a forty-five minute drive. You don't think I didn't? What your husband ever stole license plates? Has your has your husband ever slept inside a Bucky's bathroom because of warrants? But not for anything even cool or violent. Mostly just for like, you know, sexual misconduct yeah. and things like that. You know, I, I wish I was older so I could have fought in Vietnam, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm here yeah. fighting for you instead. I'm fighting for you. See, my dad was a Bray, and my mom, uh, she was uh, a bipolar schizophrenic. And so they know about war. One with the mind, one with the enemy. And I couldn't go to war because they said I was too short and I was too fat. And they wouldn't even let me push pencils or nothing. So I decided, uh, I decided that I would go to war for you. And I decided that I ain't never seen nothing as beautiful as you right now in this Applebee's. And uh, and so if you deny me my victory of the war I've been fighting for, what, yeah. 14 days now? In a lot of I, ways, similar to the war on terrorism when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the war on me not getting my bust on. Yeah. It, it's the war on me... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, it's not like the war on terrorism. No. It's, it's like not. the war on unfairism because you're not Unfair. giving me a chance. Not even because giving me a chance you, won't, you won't give me, you won't give me pussy why. Yeah. Why? Because I, because I work at GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're too good for a Hooters janitor? <laughs> You mean <laughs> you mean tell me you think oh you think you're high and mighty because you won't fuck you won't even you won't even jack off the former junior vice junior varsity defense tight end two thousand two you know my current bro- you know my current bro- Hooters janitor you know my brother used to be the president of the FFA club and you're talking to me like this yeah my. <laughs> Back in 1997. My brother, my brother now, who's a doctor, who we don't talk much because he don't really understand me fundamentally. Uh, we just went different paths, you know. I mean, he's got himself like a summer home and, and they, they up in Denver and, and they'll, you know, they, they go down to San Fernando Valley. And it, it ain't that he's more successful than me or nothing that he's happier than me. It's just I chose a different life. I, I'm I'm kind of a fringe guy. You know, yeah, okay, when he was in medical school, I, I I was trying to, uh, you know, I, I I was just trying to stick my, I was just trying to do glory hole type stuff. You ever seen one of them? I bet you there's one up here in Applebee's. I was trying to do glory hole type stuff. I was trying to see if, if how long I could be on fire for uh, before it became something like, like debilitating. You know, you end up like one of them freaks you see on TV. Yeah, I was... <clears throat> I actually, uh, I didn't invent Vaseline, but a lot of people think uh, I reinvented it, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways. No, you know, Scott had a different plan for me. He didn't want me to pay taxes over the last 11 years. Yeah. He, he didn't want me to see my kids. He didn't want me to to, to know what my own feet look like. Yeah, yeah. You know, some, some men, they're born, I mean, you know, I mean, my brother, he's born a doctor. My... Now my cousin, he's born. I mean, he's born Army Ranger. I mean, his kids running four forty, you know, twelve, thirteen years old. No new fuck doing them. And his pa taught him to be good shooting. And he, I mean, decorated war hero. He came home. He got his PhD. He he he, he teaches at West Point now. And uh, you know, God's got plan for everybody. You know, some men are doctors. Some men are warriors. Some men are uh, part time janitors at Hooters uh, under forty five, somewhere between Katie and Houston. And uh, those men deserve pussy too. So I don't understand why you think you get to talk to me like this or don't get to acknowledge yeah. who I am uh, just because that I, I think the way I breathe loud and I yeah. eat kind of funny. You know, people think that I'm stupid because I had a good job at O'Reilly's and I quit. But like Tom Brady did the exact same thing. Listen, uh, I don't normally give much give much credit to Tom Brady because he's a yank. But Tom Brady... Uh, understand something fundamentally that if you kiss your son on the mouth you deserve to get some pussy from the Applebee's bartender and so uh, if I had a son I would kiss him 
And I wouldn't yeah. be afraid of it either. I wouldn't be it afraid wouldn't of it. It wouldn't be a big deal. It wouldn't I'd, even be. It wouldn't it, even be something I think. I wouldn't even it. ask him. I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I just. I, anyway, this is the end of, uh, of the podcast I'm doing. So if you want to leave your number on uh, the back of uh, this here, uh, uh, this here uh, receipt here, I, it's got a lot of. Uh, like stains on it that don't look too friendly, but if you just want to leave your number back on here, I know I haven't I, given you a chance to buy a drink yet, but I'll cover it. Yeah, yeah, I'll cover you it. Paid for. I'll I'll cover it. You just you just need to buy it, and then I will give you the money. I'll write you a money order within the mm, next two weeks for it. Two to six weeks, but I do <laughs> want to thank you uh, for listening to Pendejo Time. Thank you once podcast. again. And this is the free one. And baby, before you get up, before you leave here and call the police, and I'm. I'm thrown in the jail in the meat wagon. Uh, I want you to go to patreon.com slash Pendejo time. And I want you to subscribe to the premiums. Uh, because if you do, then I don't have to hang out around here at Applebee's no more. Looking for married tail and, and, and sharing stories of my wily Things of that nature. My crazy you know. days. Yeah, I, I could buy a jet ski. I could buy... I could buy... Uh, I could buy one of them heavy weighted socks for my foot. Because it stinks yeah. bad. You buy one of those new mobility scooters. It doesn't smell bad. Yeah. It's mine. I, I got about 148,000 <laughs> miles on this thing. Like Toyota 400. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh-huh.